In this Sikha, the Rebbe is speaking about the Pasuk Vahoya Ekev Tishmun. Rashi tells us that it means the light mitzvahs that a person might trample on with his heels. If you even listen to those mitzvahs, you'll be rewarded. The Medrash Tanchuma, which seems to be the source for what Rashi is saying, says it a little bit differently. The Medrash Tanchuma says the light mitzvahs that people don't pay attention to them and throw them and throw them under their heels. So the Rebbe says we need to understand. Rashi's explanation seems quite, quite obvious and simple what it means. A person stepping with, with their heels means he's disgracing these mitzvahs, he's not treating them properly. So I understand why we're speaking about heels. We step on things with our heels. But mashlichinois and throwing the mitzvahs, which seems to be not fulfilling the mitzvahs, what does that have to do with putting them under the heels? If we're not doing the mitzvahs, we're throwing them completely out, then it has nothing to do with the hills. They're just completely thrown out. Why this expression, under the hills? The Rebbe says, let's look further in the Medrash. The Medrash says, David HaMelech says, Loma What am I concerned about in the days of bad? I'm worried about those sins that are compared, again, and related to the hill. That means David HaMelech is saying, I'm not afraid of the strict in Yonim of the Torah. I'm afraid of those light mitzvahs. Maybe I was over on one of them. Maybe I didn't do it properly because it was a light mitzvah where the truth is we are told have a zoyer be mitzvah kala. We need to be strict with a light mitzvah as much as a chamur, as much as a strict one. So the Rebbe says we don't understand. David HaMelech was surely careful with every single mitzvah. In fact, he himself says a posik, gam avdechon nizor bohem b'shomrom ekev rov, Ekev Rav is referring to those light mitzvahs, and he says your servant was very careful with all of those mitzvahs. So knowing that he's careful with all of those mitzvahs, what is he afraid of in the previous uh, mentioned Pasuk? says that ever the explanation is that the Medrash is not speaking about a person that chas v'sholem thinks you don't have to be careful in the mitzvahs, kalas and the light mitzvahs. We're speaking about a person that of course agrees you need to do every single mitzvah, and he tries to do every mitzvah. Mashlichin tachas ha'akev means, throwing under the hill means, he's delaying the mitzvahs, pushing them off for later and later, past the hill, so to speak. Meaning to say, this person argues, first, I will do the important mitzvahs, the mitzvahs associated with the head, the strict mitzvahs, I'll make sure that they're done properly, then I'll do the mitzvahs that are maybe a little bit closer in strictness, and only at the very end, I'll look at those mitzvahs that are compared to the hill. And further down, maybe also on the idea of a hidur mitzvah, on lefnimishurus, and then beyond the letter of the law, etc. This person argues you can't start off with a heel. You have to go in an orderly fashion. You have to prioritize. So we have to start off with the important things. And as long as I didn't finish with the important things, there's no way I can do the other things. I can't start doing things of beyond the letter of the law if I'm not doing other mitzvahs properly. And the Rebbe gives examples. The Rebbe says, we come to a Jew and we say, you have to have Avis Yisrael even to someone you never met. And the person says, wait a second, I'm not even perfect with Avis Yisrael, even to the people that I do know. How can you expect with me this other level of Avis Yisrael? Another example, we come to a person and say, you have to be careful in Shiur Echitas, make sure to learn a Pasha Chumash with Rashi every day. Say every day the Shir Tanya and the Shir Tehillim, etc., so he says, how can you expect that of me if some, in some areas maybe my davening even, isn't even so perfect? This person's argument basically is that yes, I agree that you have to do everything, but everything has to be done in an order. So I'll first do the things, the more important things, and the things that came up in earlier generations. Later I'll do the, what he considers the less important things or things that came up in later, later generations all the way to the time of chassidus, etc. 
And the Rebbe says that a person might give the following example. He says, some t- one time, I was discussing with someone, an Indian of Avas Yisrael, to act in a way of Lefnim Yishura Sadin, and the person says, you can't go in this order. He says the, a marshal, this person responded with a marshal. He says, imagine someone walking in the street without clothes, but he's wearing a tie. So this, what the Rebbe is saying is that this is what some people argue. They have to go in an orderly way, and therefore they delay and push off to eventually do some of these mitzvahs. Says the Rebbe, even though based on logic and even logic of Gdusha, this might make sense. Nevertheless, says the Rebbe, the truth of the matter is that an absolute Yisoyed in Yiddishkeit and Torah is the idea of Emuna and Kabbalah soil. And as far as Emuna and Kabbalah soil is concerned, we have to be as careful with the lightest things as much as with the strictest things. Because the point of all mitzvahs is that it's a mitzvah, is a connection to Hashem. And that's true in all mitzvahs equally, from the strictest to the lightest. And therefore there's no room in starting to make these priorities and saying that this is the head and this is the, the heel, etc. This is something that came from Anche Knesset Sagdoyla. This is something that came in later generations. Because the bottom line is that in each and every one of these things we're connecting with Hashem. It's only that the Sahara, because he's so sly and so crafty, he is the one that's coming up with all of these excuses and these mashalim of why we shouldn't be acting in this way. But we must always remember that this is the Sahara. Because the condition for Torah is the idea of Nasa before Nishma. We do things even if we seem to be doing as the Pasuk describes and says. The Rebbe quotes the Pasuk, that some people may consider us like blind. We're acting like the servant without actually thinking. But the truth of the matter is that this is the attitude the way a Yid goes with absolute emuna. And the Rebbe tells a story that the Friedrich Rebbe had one time hired a Malamed for his daughters and this Malamud was of the opinion that you can't teach the little children things of miracles, things that are not logical. He thought he could only teach things that make sense, al and so on and so forth. And when the Rebbe Rashab heard about this, immediately this Malamud was fired. In the footnote, the Rebbe also tells a story about a certain person that also pretended to be a Malamud, but in fact was one of the people of the Maskilim from the Enlightenment movement, came into the Alter Rebbe, and the Alter Rebbe asked him how he explains the Posek that describes Yitzchak becoming very frightened at the time over there with the brachos of, of um, with Yitzchak, uh, with Yaakov and Esav, etc., etc. And the Pasuk says, So Rashi says over there that Yitzchak saw the Gehenim open up under him. And the Alter Rebbe says, how do you explain this Pasuk? And he again started giving all sorts of excuses why you can't translate that and tell this to the children, etc. And then it was exposed what kind of person he really was. Because the Rebbe says, the real way out we have to go is with Amun and Kabbalah soil and not with Seichel. Even those things that we do understand, Alpi Seichel, we must approach with the union of Amun and Kabbalah soil. And that's the way we need to approach Chinuch as well. This is the way we, we plant in the children, Amunah, through telling them the miracles, through telling them the things that are higher than Seichel. And the idea of not being able to tell them these things are only coming from the old foolish king, the Yitzhara. Says, Rebbe, this is what David HaMelech was concerned about. When he said, Of course he knew that he's doing all the mitzvahs and even the lightest mitzvahs. Nevertheless, he was a little bit concerned that maybe it's not with that same enthusiasm. Maybe it's not with that same excitement of doing it as carefully and with the same priority as the other mitzvahs. And that's what he means when he says, What does he have to be afraid of in the times of bad because of these Averis? Bimeira refers to the time when Yidin are like a, a little sheep between 70 wolves. It's a time of Golis. It's a time that seems to be Derech is taking over.
So when a Yid makes Cheshboinus and starts making calculations within Torah and says this is important and this is less important, etc., etc., then Chas V'Shalom is B'meira, the Yibishter is going to treat him also in a limited way. However, when the person doesn't make any of these calculations, he's connecting directly with the essence of Hashem and he recognizes that this is what happens in every single mitzvah. He has nothing to be afraid of. Because the Abishta is, of course, in charge on the boss over everything, including nature. And therefore, the Abishta protects him and gives him all the brachas, each and every one. As the pasuk goes on to say, when we do these mitzvahs, of the hill, just in the same, with the same enthusiasm and importance as the mitzvahs of the Rosh, and the Abishta keeps all of the promises, all of the brachos, as the Pasuk says, and Bakariv Mamish will all be Allah Adamash and Nishbalavi Secha, Losesloch.